everybody to the Building Aaronsburg podcast. I'm Thomas Aaronsburg. And I'm Catherine Aaronsburg. And today we're going to talk about success and failure. What defines it? And I think it's, you know, we were kind of talking about this before we started. We're going to have two completely different yeah, we don't definitions. Ag- we don't agree on what success and failure is. <laughs> yeah. Which I think is a good thing, though. I think that um, those of you listening will walk away from this. I mean, like, oh, that's interesting. It's an interesting take. His take is an interesting take. Her take is an interesting take. I don't. I think agree. it's like maybe I do. I think it's like when you realize that someone else does something completely different from you. You know, we've had this discussion on my social media about um, all kinds of things that you. Gosh, what was? It? I know one in particular. I don't want to bring it up because it's bathroom stuff. But basically, yeah. um, people do things different from you, and since they're doing them in a private place that you don't ever see and you're doing them in a private place that no one ever is around to see, you assume that other people do them the same way you do. Right. And you didn't know there was another way. Yeah. You didn't know there was another way. And so certainly we've have not until today setting up for this podcast, talked about what our definitions of success and failure are. Cause we were preparing the podcast and talking about how we wanted to outline it. And you know, the first step was, well, how do you define success and failure? And then we really went down a rabbit hole with right. that one because yeah. and then we realized, I think, I think that once we defined them, I was able to actually help you define yours a little more. Because you argued a little bit about, no, that's not what it means. And then the more we delved in. It was more think, of an articulation issue, I think. Oh, okay. Than a, I know how I define like, Sure. Yeah, of course. Yeah, but. Putting it into words. Yeah, because you believed maybe. it for so long. Okay, so tell us what your definition of, uh, you want to go with success actually, first? I, I want to, let's start with yours because I think yours is actually the more generic <laughs> version. <laughs> Thanks. I guess we'll find out. Have you ever talked to anybody else about what they are? So maybe it's not. You're right. We don't know. We don't know. But you guys know, I will start with mine. But I think, as always, we talk about, you know, what what is our purpose here on the podcast? And so much of our purpose, we're realizing more and more all the time, is just getting people's brains to think and be a little more aware, um, not just of the world around you, but of your own brain and how you feel about things and being able to either relate to the two of us or not mm-hmm. relate to the two of us. And at least if you don't relate, you can go, okay, well, how do I feel about it? Right. You've had, you're having a discussion within your own mind when you hear what our, what our opinions are. Yeah. On things maybe. Yeah. I hopefully, I mean, that ultimately that's what I want to pr- provoke is just some thoughts in your own brain so that you can make some decisions and actually like think through the process of how your brain works and what you think about things. Because I think we're so, under the influence of what everybody else around us thinks, everybody's telling us constantly what they think about things. Right. People are constantly, you know, Instagram and social media and media, like just like reporters and all these people are telling us what they believe. And I don't know that we we have enough quiet time to sit around or just have someone ask you general questions or thoughts yeah. so that you can define them yourself. And so... The more we go around the, about this podcast, I think that's what I love so much about it and what people are writing in to tell us that they love so much about it is that they're getting the ability to sit in their car and drive and are listening to us talk about this stuff and going, I completely agree. I completely right. disagree. Well, wait a minute. If I do disagree, what do what, I think right. about it? Yeah. And, you know, I don't have a kid right now, but when I do, am I going to do it this way? Or I hate the way that they talked about doing it. So right. now I need to decide how I think I'm going to do it. Sure. Like. Just so that you're thinking about stuff. You know, and kind of diving further into, you know, you listen to the news and you listen to this person and that person. 
a lot of times people's opinions are presented like this is what I think and this is what you should think too. Yeah. Especially yes, in the te- news. People you know, are telling us what to think. You're almost being told what to think about a certain situation. I read the news this morning that uh, Russia and the Ukraine might be going to war. Something I don't know anything about it. Yeah. But as I read through the article, like it, there's, they definitely have a side. Yeah. You know, and they're trying to tell you these are the bad guys and these are the good guys. Yeah. It's like, look, I just, I just want facts. Like, why? What's going on here? Give me the facts. What are both sides of the argument? But But the way the article was written was like, these are the bad guys. Look at what they're doing. Well, and I think the media, um, or just like at large, like social media and all, I mean, all the medias, I'm just naming them as a general blanket. I think that they all are trying to vie for your attention and make you feel like all of them are important mm-hmm. and not just what to think about them, but take them as the mo- most important thing, which of course heightens all of your senses about all kinds of things. So our goal here is to kind of bring things back home, bring them back inward a little bit, get you to thinking about, you know, not that everything should be about you, but I think that we really turn on some like alarms all the time and we need some thought about, what do we think about stuff? And maybe some thought for provoking questions to get us to to ask ourselves that stuff instead of reading an article and immediately right. jumping into Having whatever. A side on, on yeah, yeah, right. and not even like facts. Anyway, we can get to that later. But um, okay, so let's define my success and failure. For me, success and failure are opposite of each other, and they have to do with goals met. So to me, a success is when I meet a goal, and when I fail is when a goal that I've made I did not meet. All right, so let's get some examples. Um, well, in business, I had a, um, I designed a line of pillows. If you if you follow me on Instagram, you went through this entire process with me. It was not cute. Um, it was exciting to start with. Um, I spent months and months designing pillows, um, photographing them. We had a whole photo shoot of them mm-hmm. down in Pensacola. Um, I hired a photographer. I mean, it was a lot of, it wasn't tons of money out of my own pocket, but it was right. certainly a ton a of, lot time of time that I was not dedicating to, um, clients and all this different stuff because I, it was something I wanted to put my heart and soul into because I felt like it was, it was something I wanted to do. It was a huge goal of mine. The goal in the end, which we discussed this before this podcast, like what was my goal for it? My goal was not necessarily to make money. My goal was to get these uh, pillows and groups of pillows out into the world on the internet for sale so that then I could advertise them for sale to my audience. Um, they would be available for me to uh, use on my clients' designs mm-hmm. because the, the purpose was to fill a hole in the market. And ultimately, um, they didn't launch. Maybe one or two pillows launched, but that wasn't the goal. The goal was to have all these matching sets that took the, um, you know, design part of out of it. You know, it's a whole thing. So anyway, goal was not met. Um, And so to me, that was a failure. Um, Of course, I learned things along the way, but... I'm going to be learning things along the way all the time. Sure, no matter what, whether you succeeded or failed, you would learn. Right, learning is just part of everything. Right. Now, if my goal had been for the top tier goal to have been for them to launch all, you know, at once or the way I wanted them to be, and then I had um, secondary and tertiary goals under that, learning how the process works and all these different things. Making contacts. Sure. In that field. Sure. Then that would have been successful. But I never defined those as goals. And yes, I learned those things along the way. Um, And I learned what to do and what not to do. And those are great things along the way. But to me, that does not define what made that whole thing a success or failure. So that's that. Um, Certainly, 
anything else that I've done that I made a goal and succeeded, that's what success is. Suc- succeeding is success. Right. And so to me, that that's what defines their opposite of one another, su- success or failure. Right. What's your definition? So I would agree. Success and failure are opposites of each other. Okay. But for me, success, um, I, I start by defining success in, and I don't, I don't, I don't know that I define failure. Yeah, I think that, I think you're right. I think I have a. De- I think I have a <laughs> there is no failure in Thomas's of, mind. <laughs> no, it's not that there's not failure. There is failure. It's just when you're not successful is the definition. No, the of, way the way that you had defined failure um, when we talked earlier was basically not giving effort. Not right. giving. So your let's best start effort. with my definition of success. Okay. Uh, my my definition of success is is kind of like an internalized thing. It's not. It's it's not concrete, which is funny because I'm a math guy. You would think it'd be like X equals five success. Yeah, not, you know. Yeah, you're Mister. I'm real black and white. Right, and it's, I'm the gray person. Here's, here's where I've developed it from. I, I think it's from all of all the years I've been coaching. I've been coaching for twenty plus years at this point. I feel like I like that's where that's where I've developed. Okay, this so tell us definition. what it is. So to me, success comes from. Um, it's sort of like the peace of mind, the, the, the satisfaction in knowing that you gave your best. You can put your head on your pillow at night and right. feel like, like uh, that was the not best. tortured over it. And I, I, you did help me define that a little further because it's not it's not just oh you, you you gave your best effort, pat on the back, get your participation trophy. It's not that. It did feel a little bit like that. Yes, when you told I know, me. <laughs> and I felt like that's. I thought you were sort of like. Um, I did. What's the word for it? I wasn't attacking you. It, not attacking it, Judging. but kind of like you're putting it in that box. It's in the participation trophy box, and I. It's not that. For well, it's me like Rudy. We just because, watched Rudy last night. It feels right. like Rudy. Rudy was personally successful, right? Generally, as a football player, he's a failure. Like, he's not great, right? But I would not say, <laughs> I would not say he's a failure. I would say he is like the ultimate success, because he again, is. success for me, what you helped me define is that. It's not just that you went out there and had a boy, you gave it your best. Like you put your mind, body, and soul into like your complete mind, body, and soul into it the best you possibly could. Whereas, you know, like our kids, our kids have played sports coming up. They don't put their whole mind, body, and soul well, into it. Well, they're little. I, mean, I know. Still. I know. I know. I feel like the I know the so stuff grows right, with you. Sure. Sure. So yes, I mean, uh, I don't know that an eighth grader. Or an eight-year-old can can really be successful or failure or achieve success maybe to the level I think that they, like someone like I could. I don't because, think that's true. They have look our kids have um, goals to be on the honor roll and things like that. Right, but to me, right, they're the way that they would define success is: Did we win the game today? Did we win? But you're talking you know, about all when the sports. Game's over. You're you're comparing this always okay, to sports. Okay, did I make an A in the class? Sure. Right. It's it's. But they it, either made the A or they didn't make the A. Right. I would not consider it but to would be. Would you say that one of our sons can make an A with his eyes closed, and the other one can break his neck trying and sure. make a C? So you're gonna say? So would you say one is successful and the other's not? No, no. They can both be successful without making the A. Yes, but if your goal was the A, then you were not successful in sure. making the A. Absolutely. I w- but we defined this earlier too. The success is not the person. The success is the goal. Right. Or the failure is the goal. So right. I will never so, say he is a failure sure. or he right. is a success. Yes. Right. 
ultimately, he had a goal to make an A. And if he did not reach that goal, that goal is a failure. End of story, in my opinion. Even if they were not physically capable of making that goal. Well, that comes down to goal making. That's To me, that's, I mean, who are we to make any goals at all? Right. I mean, but, we could move on to that subject too. So there was uh, the other example I gave is that in 2017, I coached football and our state, our champion, our football team made it to the state championship game and we got up against this opponent that we had. We no could have played them plan. 10 times, we'd lose all 10 times. I mean, they were just vastly superior to us. We actually had no business even being in that game. There were two games that we won along the way that we, I mean, we fought nail and tooth to win those games and we shouldn't have probably won them. Mm-hmm. We, we were just played beyond our potential. I feel in a lot of ways. So when we got to the state championship game, we had, we had no chance. I mean, you watch film like there's no way this is going to turn so, out the way. So was we're your, not walking away with this thing with the win. Was your goal to get to the state championship? I would say that before the season started, we probably set a goal. Like we always set, I mean, these generic goals <laughs> that these kids make and, and coaches too. We're just as guilty of it. We're going to, go undefeated we're going to win the region we're going to win the state championship like, they're unrealistic those are, right those well, are goals i think that's every I say football they're unrealistic. team in that same year about the third or fourth game we lost our best wide receiver to a torn acl and in the eighth game of that year we lost another receiver because he got kicked out of school but god knows you ain't adjusting goals at that point you're not going right. back and telling your sure. football players like, hey guys we're no we longer going to try to make it to our, the championship. right you don't you know i th- and i think that ultimately what this all comes down to is what we are talking about today is individual goals individuals making goals because you are the person responsible you are the person held to these you're holding yourself to these standards and to these goals and you are personally responsible if they happen or if they don't happen. Right, when you start involving a hundred people, which is what sure, you're talking about. Right. Or even, you even can't, if it's three people. No one can no one's got enough I mean, you're all gonna blow smoke. Every every football team in the state is saying our goal is to be undefeated, to win regional and to go to state. Right. Every team And only one team's gonna do that. No one has no one like ninety nine percent of them don't have business, you know, even making those goals back to what you were saying about one of our kids. Um, you know, Goals being what they are, I think when we make goals for other people, we end up making them more unrealistic than we might make for ourselves. Right. Sure. So ultimately, I think what this, what we're talking about today, just between Our the two of us, individual goals, specific goals, right? And how it's fine, however you define them. However you define them is as long as you're following your rules for how you define them, go for it. Do it. Right. The problem is when you start <laughs> pushing off your um, definitions of goals. Right. But on how other many people. times? I think. I mean, I'm sure you're guilty of this. How many times do you make a goal, and you don't realize how, how unreasonable the goal is? I'm sure that you know our kids. They're they're not all stellar students. Oh yeah. But I'm I've, sure that they set goals out like I'm going to make straight A's, or I'm going to make an A in this class, or I'm going to yeah whatever. And you don't realize. Like, no, I'm just not good at math. I, I don't, there's no way I'll make an A. But you don't know that until sure. you get into it. That doesn't make the, that doesn't make. And so you don't reach the goal. Sure. It's still a failure in my head. Right. See, I don't, I wouldn't see that as a failure. I wouldn't see that. As a yeah. That's where we, we just disagree on the <laughs> definition. I'm really curious to know where the audience stands on this. You know, we need to do a poll and see, you know, if. Then there may be more than this. This, I mean, this might right. just be two ways. Yeah. There might be ten different ways to define failure and success. I don't know, but 
you know, probably when it comes to parenting kids and stuff, I don't know that we've really run into this much because, again, our kids are little and they're not really they don't tell us what their goals are. They don't really articulate right. them, especially like grades and things like that. And we don't really set goals for them either. No. I mean, we don't tell them, hey, you need to make straight A's or no. you, need to, you need to make the basketball team. No, we don't inflict that stuff. I think that that's pretty right. damaging. Right, it's not fair. I don't think it's fair to them really to do that because, again, how can I set a goal for, like what you're talking about, how yeah. can I set a goal for somebody else? I don't I don't know how you can't make someone else motivated care. they are yeah. to achieve that goal. Yeah. I might want them to have straight A's, but they don't. If they don't care anything about their grades, they're not going to give their whole mind, body, and spirit into making that yeah. because it's not a goal for them. Yeah. Every big goal takes a lot of mini goals to get there. Um, and so you have to have that structure of, you know, whatever you're talking about. All those mind, body, and soul stuff, those are those little goals that go into it. So, like, every night I'm going to be in bed by 7 so I can get up at 4 a.m. Right. to work out or you know, those are the little goals. The big goal is I'm going to lose 20 pounds and have a six sure. pack. Those are, that's my big goal. Right. My little goal is I'm going to go to bed early every night. I'm going to wake, gonna up, wake early, up early in the morning. Get, I'm going to, I'm going to like, those are all little goals along the way to achieve the big goal. And I think many, many, many times we all have big goals and we forget to set the little goals because the little ones are the really, like that's the sauce. They're the ones that matter. That's the secret sauce yeah. is the mini goals. Um, because certainly the big goal is a sexy thing. That's like the thing that sounds so good. But then it's like, okay, how am I going to get there? How can I do this bite right. by bite? Um, having having a six pack is pretty sexy. Waking up at five o'clock in the morning. Right. The little sexy. goals are not sexy ever. Right. The little goals are the things that no one sees. The big goal is what everybody sees. The little goals are the ones that no one sees and and no one's willing to do. And that's why no one meets their goal. <laughs> That's why goals don't get met. <laughs> okay, well, let me, let me throw a curveball at you then. <laughs> what would you say about, we have not talked about this, so we'll see what, what her answer is here. If I got up, let's say my, my goal was to have a six-pack. Mm -hmm. And I got up every single morning at 5 o'clock, and I ate well, and I was just really busting it in the weight room mm -hmm. for however much time I needed to, doing all the diet things. Mm -hmm. And summer rolls around. And I still got my dad bod. I told you, you put timestamps on stuff. I don't, I guess that's part of a goal. You didn't say that was part of the goal. I want to have a six pack in three months or whatever. That might well, be unrealistic. Sure. Also, the goal also has to be super specific in what are you willing to do? And I don't mean just work out and whatever. There are ways that you can get that six pack that have to do with. Right. Taking supplements. Taking and, things and, you know. Right. Like really, like higher. Not, I don't know about Roy. I don't know anything about this stuff, but <laughs> you know. But like, there are ways it can happen. Right. There are certainly ways it can happen. How far do you want to go? Sure. You know, how bad do you want that six pack? <laughs> right. So, but that again, that's where I feel like my definition of success is like, yeah, I woke up every morning and I gave. Then everything that is I your had. goal. Then then that is your goal. Your goal was not to lose a certain amount of weight and get the six pack. Well, your goal, but it, maybe it was though. And then, you know, summer rolls around. I don't have the six-pack because I'm almost Then you 40. probably feel bad about the, yourself then. Do you not? Uh -huh. Therefore, you feel like a failure. Even though you did all of your mini goals along the way, you didn't meet your goal. And therefore, somewhere in the back of your brain, you feel like you failed somehow. Even though you did everything right, which in your brain would define sure. success. I would agree with that. You still will feel like a failure. Because I would agree with that. you still did everything because right, I would why say, can't I have a six-pack? After walking away from that game I just described in 2017, we lost, I think it was like 52 to 14. I mean, it was a blowout. Maybe maybe we had 21, but we got blown out. 
and I remember when that game was over, I felt really bad. But like the next day, like I sat and thought about it, like we didn't even belong in that game. Yeah, you were. You should have been so happy to say, have been there to start with. Is it the year after you guys won the state championship? It was two years after we won it. Two years after. So we had made three consecutive. This was our third one. Anyway, and, and part of that, that plays into it too. You'd already won it once, right? You went the next year, and then even the third year, it's that like you expect to be there at that point, right? And you aren't even grateful for it anymore. Sure, that's a whole that other was, subject. Right. That for was sure. definitely a big part of it. Like we made it there, like we deserve to be here because we've been here the last two years. Yeah, when we didn't have nearly the team that we've had. That's the previous so tough, two years. and you can't. The mindset on that is so hard because in sports, especially, there is a lot of very unrealistic expectations. Well, and like you're saying, it's a, it's a team goal. There's 100 players and 15 coaches and God knows how many support staff when you count parents, administrators, oh, everybody yeah. else that and, if, not, if everyone's not pulling their weight. And it's not even a matter of that stuff all going perfectly. Everyone like executing at their height. Like, people right. get hurt. Yeah. Like I said, we people had an injury injured. and got kicked out of school. And that's, yeah. I mean, that's not, that's not a matter of, I mean, you're, you're depending on a lot of people to pull all the strings perfectly, like you said, right. but you're also depending on kids to stay healthy which isn't necessarily their fault. Sure. Now, things that are their fault are things like they go, don't go to bed on time, they eat terrible, they have stuff going on. That's not their fault necessarily to have stuff going on at home, but there's certainly other factors that play right. in. And you're talking about that 150 times over. That's a lot. Yeah, it is. But the goal for every team is always to win and go all the way to the top every year. Anything less than that is disappointment. You have crying seniors, always. Yeah. <laughs> every year there's crying seniors. That's true. And so I think sports is... Um, a little different category. And of course that's in a large part where you're coming from, I think, but I played sports too. And I was an athlete. A lot of my stuff was individual. And so my goals, <laughs> my pole vaulting goals, <laughs> lots of failure, <laughs> so much failure, so much failure. But, um, anyway, <laughs> see, but that'd be an interesting thing. Like, yeah, you didn't, you didn't win any meets. I don't know that you set a goal to win a meet. No, I didn't. Maybe your goals are just yeah. to clear a what, height. What, there, I'm, sh- I'm sure there's know. some, I've heard quotes before that's like, something, something is a goal not not made or, you know, something like that. Or it's like there's some definite, just like you defined earlier, um, failing is not failure or some things like that. You got a yeah. poster on your wall because he's a math teacher. So you have posters of like, hang in there yeah. with a cat. You got to keep them hanging from a- I do not do that one. <laughs> hang in there. <laughs> The cat no, hanging. We're not the- hanging in there. We're getting <laughs> stuff done. We're moving forward with life. <laughs> so back to the back to my dad bod example. To me, if I'm putting in the work every day, like you said, I, I'm working out the best I can, and I'm eating right. Yes, if I don't reach that goal, there's I'm gonna feel a little bit like a failure because I didn't reach this goal of having my six pack. But there, at the same time, there has to be some a, a lot of self satisfaction. And again, that's for for this own individual person to define. Yeah. You know, like me personally, I work out every morning, but I ate in the last two days. I've probably eaten twelve chocolate chip cookies. <laughs> so I can't. You're failing, dude. Yeah, I can't. I can't look at myself come June first, and I still got my dad bod going on. Be like, oh, I I've, tried my I hardest. Failed. Yeah, I know I didn't try my hardest. Well, therefore, you, in your definition, you failed. Yes, then. yes. Yesterday and this morning, as of right now, has been a failure because I've eaten so many dang cookies. Yeah. <laughs> by the way, you're the one who purchases the cookies. It's not I me. Know. You I, go to Costco. I leave myself by... <laughs> into temptation with that thing. I mean, it's... <laughs> and I'm having. I cannot deliver you from the evil. <laughs> no, <laughs> See what I, did I there? cannot. 
<laughs> I mean, you cannot. There's there's no helping it. I need to just not. You need to go buy the, the pizza. I don't have a time. Costco card. I would totally go to Costco if I was on the card. Right. It's just you. You go to pick up that pizza. You could go right in, pick up the pizza for a Friday night, and come out and never go the into the rest of the. Cookies are for the kids. The cookies are in the very back of the store. Like you have opposite to work to get to the corner. cookies. Yes. From the pizza, which not the extra not walking good. that I did burnt off the not all cookies. twelve. No, it didn't. Did um? Do you plan an off day, a meal day, like I an don't. off not day meal, a cheat meal? I don't know. <gasps> you should do that. I know I See should that do helps. that, but. Have you seen The Rock's Instagram? Have you seen what his cheat day is? It's the most ridiculous. I see what his regular meals are, and they look I ridiculous. No, he. I'm so glad he's wealthy enough to afford all the food he eats. Yeah. Holy mackerel. He eats like an entire party tray of sushi sometimes, and you're like... <laughs> but he's also a massive dude. I mean, the amount of calories it would take just for him to operate daily... I know, but how does your stomach get... I mean, how do you put that much rice in your stomach and not blow up? Just come out of your esophagus because you're that, so full. You know, he's got that Pacific Islander blood like I do. And that he's also helps, like almost 50. That helps with the rice, I think. Just the rice. <laughs> yeah. He's also We're so used these, to the rice. He's also eating these giant peanut butter sandwich cookies and stuff. I mean, have you seen that? He eats this giant I've, stack yes. of French toast. I mean, his yeah. cheat days are like, like our entire his family's cheat meal. Days a cheat I'm week sorry, not for cheat. Us. Not cheat day, cheat, cheat meal, meal, not day. Yeah. It is equal to what we would order if we went, like, the entire family to Cracker Barrel or something. He eats it on four different plates just in front of him. It's craziness. Yeah. For one meal. I don't <laughs> I don't know how he does it. Yeah. I don't know either. Anyway, he's real successful. Maybe possibly running for president, from what I understand. That would be interesting. I totally think he would probably win. I, I said this a while ago, and I hate to get political on this podcast, but... We're living in the world of I said celebrities. That, yes. I said the next presidents are all going to be celebrities. Well, but now Joe Biden's president. He's not a celebrity. Right. Well, because. You missed one. Oh, because Trump was the alternative. Right. Well. I, I think moving forward from here, we're going to have all celebrities. Yeah. I, I think, think they're talking I about the, the ticket. The, They've talked about it for a while, and they both denied it, but Oprah and The Rock on a ticket. Right. Who, they who, would, who totally would not win. vote for that? I know. <laughs> You're saying you don't like Oprah, and you don't like The Rock? And I guess if they're running against other celebrities, they're oh, running against they're Ellen. Like, in a Kardashian, and, oh, Ellen wouldn't win right now. She's having a hard time, I think. Well, I'm just thinking <laughs> Oprah's competition, or Oprah's successor was Ellen, so yeah. that's where I went with that. Yeah. Well, actually, I think Oprah was like a Dr. Phil. I don't know who filled her spot. I never. I haven't watched daytime TV since I was a kid. It's been a long time. I don't even know who's on daytime TV anymore. I don't either. But, yeah. She is. I mean, right? Ellen, yeah. Or was, mm-hmm. is. Yeah, I don't know. is Dr. Phil, Ellen, Dr. Oz. Who yep. Dr. Oz filled in for um, Alex? Well, he didn't fill in. Alex Trebek died back um, in January, I think. And they've had people fill, or maybe he died before the new year. And they had enough episodes to bring them through Christmas and right. the new year, I think. Um, but anyway, uh, Dr. Oz was. They've had a of lot the, of different people filling in for him. Yeah, I'll be curious to see. They were talking about Ken Jennings doing it. We all want Ken Jennings. Ken Jeopardy. Can you guys just hire Ken Jennings for the love of Pete? We all want Ken Jennings. No one wants Dr. Oz. We don't need any Kareem Abdul-Jabbar business because you know he'll be the next one on there too. They had uh, Aaron Rodgers or somebody. Oh, on um, there. did you see that the person totally? Yes. <laughs> oh man. Oh man. Yeah. You'll have to explain that one because I don't understand football well enough. But I read the article and was like, oh, he got burned in the final Jeopardy question. So in the um, 
So Aaron Rodgers is the quarterback for the Green Bay Packers. Discount double check for those of you who don't watch football. Yes. He's also on an ins- State Farm <laughs> insurance commercial. Insurance. Um, All these football players, Peyton Manning too, and his insurance. Anyway, nationwide. But in a playoff game this year, they were losing. And it was, it's one of these things that I'm sure the coaches were probably playing some sort of t- statistic. Like statistically, if we do this, we'll have a, yeah. a decent chance. Right. But they were losing. They were like, Maybe at the ten yard line, like they could have gone for a touchdown. If they go for a touchdown, then I think it maybe tied the game, or maybe even they take the lead by a very slim margin. So it's fourth down, and they decide instead of going for the touchdown, let's just kick the field goal. There's enough time that if we kick the field goal and we get a defensive stop, Aaron Rodgers will go down and win the game because uh-huh. he's going to win the game for us. Uh-huh. So they kick the field goal. They don't get the ball back. They lose. Aww. And so when Aaron Rodgers is on Jeopardy, and for the final Jeopardy question where the people get to write in their answer, (laughs) uh, I don't even know what the question was. I don't either. He's like, let's see what your answer is. And the guy wrote his answer. Who made that call? Yeah. Who chose to kick the field goal or something like that? He didn't answer it either. He was just like. he just like laughed and shook his head. That's not the right answer, sir, on the next one. You know, I wonder if the audience even knew, because that audience is always. They laughed. I heard some people laughing. Do you think it was a courtesy laugh? Well, it could have been a laugh track, too. Like, oh, let's put that in there, because no one got that. (laughs) No, none of the nerds in this audience are watching football to know what the heck happened. Um, I only say that from love, because I have family members who have tried out for Jeopardy, and they put you in the audience. Yeah, I don't know. Do you think my sister would have known, was it the Super Bowl or like the game was, before the Super no, Bowl? No, it was a playoff game. It was a playoff game. Anyway, whatever. Maybe she would know pop culture well enough to know. But anyway, um, I don't even know why we got onto that subject at all. <laughs> oh, that he sh- should not be taking over for Alex Trebek. Yeah. Just make Ken Jennings the guy, please. So that's our conversation on success and failure. How would you guys define success and failure? Is it like Thomas? Is it like Catherine? Is it a whole different thing? I want to know. Yeah, it could be a whole something we didn't even, or maybe a mix of the two. How's that possible? I don't know. <laughs> so you guys um, let us know. I'm going to put a poll. We're going to put a poll this week on building Aaronsburg so you guys can um, weigh in and then write in. We'll do a weigh in, a poll, and then we'll do a write in if you don't agree with either one of those things. So you can write in because I'm interested to hear. Um, if you want to contact us on Instagram, we're at building Aaronsburg. If you want to email us, we're at, um, building Aaronsburg at gmail.com. And on Facebook, we're also building Aaronsburg until next time. Bye y'all. Bye y'all. <laughs>